Boom. And we are live with another episode of the Brownwater Banter Podcast. I am Joey Cates. My name is Jared Seymour. <laughs> All right, I want to see. I've been sitting on that one for a long time, man. I didn't know if he was going to trip you up or not. You caught it. Good deal. All right. In the studio today, we have Brooke. Brooke comes to us from Real Life Customer Service Strategies. And we're going to talk today on the episode all about customer service, how important it is for businesses. I know we have a lot of local businesses uh, that, that, that watch the show from time to time. And I think it's an extremely important, extremely important topic. So I think you're going to uh, give us some good information today. Uh, you've got a long history in the game. So super excited to talk to you about that. But first, before we get into that, we're going to mention the sponsors here, the people that keep the lights on for us. And uh, right out the gate, you've heard us mention them before. We're going to keep talking about them. Southern Magnolia Smiles, Dr. Robbie Williams. He's located right here in Ocean Springs on Washington Avenue. If you're looking for a great local dentist, man, he's your guy. Go check them out. They're on, uh, if you want to see them before you go visit them, they're on all the social platforms, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, just look them up at, at Southern Magnolia Smiles. If you're... Uh, a traditionalist and you want to look up look them up on the interwebs uh without the social medias go to www.southernmagnoliasmiles.com or hit them up on the landline at 228-215-1202 and tell them that we sent you tell them that you heard about him on uh, brown water banter man it uh helps us out and uh, it helps you out because you're going to get a great dentist uh, moving right along here, we've got Hilltree Marketing, Jesse Hill. We've mentioned him um, for a few times now. He's gonna, we're going to stick with him. He's working with us, and we're going to work with him. If you're looking for somebody that's going to do great website and graphic design, social media stuff, they can do. They have IT services built into their company, uh, videography, photography, and aerial cinematography. So if you're a local business or even an individual who needs a website designed, they can do it for you and they are local. Okay. And speaking of that, we're going to, speaking gonna, of that, speaking of that, we've been waiting to announce it. Uh, I, we've mentioned it a few times before. Our website has been redone by Jesse. He's not only a sponsor, he's, he's a also, client. we're also a client. <laughs> I think is how you say that. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to flash that on the screen real quick here because we're super pumped about how it turned out and uh, we're really proud of it, man. So I'm going to add this to the screen. That's it. That's our new website, man. Good looking he, guys Jesse right did all that. I know I'm looking like a goober on that picture right there, but uh, that's just my face. Uh, Jesse did this for us. He got Born it all like redone, man. Uh, the podcast link is here. Our contact info uh, about section, you know, gives you a little brief history on Joey and myself and uh, all the episodes right here, straight to our YouTube channel. You can check it out. And uh, down here at the bottom is the uh, the merchandise tab. So uh, if you want to join that uh, Pelican gang. Look at them tanks, bro. That's how you do it. Yeah, Joey's got the new tanks up on there too as well. That's pretty cool. So uh, we're super proud uh, of that. If you want to go check it out more for yourself, jump over to brownwaterbanter.com and you can see that. Um, next one we're going to talk about. Uh, June 6th, which is this Sunday, downtown Ocean Springs, Trevor Reed, man, he just, he's rolling off the crawfish cook-off, which was yep. last weekend. It was a great event. Turnout was Big amazing. Turnout. That's right. That's right. Uh, this Sunday, he's doing a pub crawl. Okay. So uh, go, let's see what we got. He's featuring uh, the $1,000 in cash prizes. The Clydesdales All, will be there. The Clydesdales are going to be there. Uh, if I you love the Clydesdales. If you don't know what a pub crawl is, uh, I don't really know what to tell you, right? <laughs> you yeah. go from place to place, you pick up a, a t some kind of token. Well, this one's a little, yeah, this one's, they got punch cards. It's not like you usually pick up a right a, a ace through whatever yeah. this is a little different you punch cards and then you turn it in and they're just going to pick a random card to win awesome. all the prize yeah. awesome and uh let's see you go to downtownoceansprings.com and you can uh enter uh right now so uh that's pretty badass too so if you're looking for something to do 
Sunday that's pretty cool. I recommend that. Yep. And then uh, we have another sponsor that came on board with us, a guy we've known for a very long time, Josh here, uh, let's see, at uh, Faithful to the End LLC. They are a, um, a lawn business, right? Yep. And he, he did a little write-up for us, so I'm going to read it off to you. you know, they're a family-owned and operated company. They offer power washing and lawn service, and they are dedicated to treating their customers as good as their mamas. So that's a fitting sponsor <laughs> yeah. to come on here. It's a great sponsor. It's a great sponsor. It's a great it, sponsor. It, it fits the topic of the show today. It's the first episode that uh, that he's been on here as a sponsor. So yeah. I think that was pretty cool. Um, let's see here. He said, you know, your home is your biggest investment. Why not keep it clean? You can hit them up. And he says, anyone who mentions Brownwater Banter during uh, their free quote, which you can get. So just hit them up on Facebook. They'll do a free quote. They can even do it virtually, he said. And this isn't like something that you get from Lowe's. This is the real deal power wash. And it's a whole different story from your uh, regular correct spray wash correct so like i said they can do virtual quotes in minutes um they're on facebook instagram and twitter and anyone who gets a, a virtual quote uh and mentions brown water banter uh josh is guaranteeing that they will be there and get the job done within 10 days or it's on them so you're actually losing money not calling <laughs> i don't know what to tell you man <laughs> go check them out that's faithful to the end look them up on facebook instagram and twitter and uh josh thanks for coming appreciate on board it, with josh. us this month we appreciate it all right so let's jump into let's jump into all things customer service yes um so uh so brooke how are you today i am great i'm super glad to be here actually awesome Sweet. awesome yeah yeah brooke reached out to us and said uh she's been in the customer service business for a very long time <laughs> And uh, you think it's something that needs some attention placed on it here? A little here. tweaking. Uh, most businesses maybe don't, maybe ignore it or don't put the emphasis on it as they should. Am I saying that right? Well, it's not, it's not that they ignore it. It's that they don't, they haven't done the research. They haven't been involved in, in the um, expansion that is customer service. So small businesses they just don't they don't have that access that you know like a fortune 500 would uh -huh. and so they're still laboring under be nice give them the pickle give them something for smile. free smile correct all these things are good it's a great foundation but it's not enough and customer service is like kudzu it's everywhere and you ain't getting rid of it so you just have to embrace it that's right that's right it's not something you can easily ignore no every day you deal with people well tell us tell us why you're in the hot seat tell us a little bit about your background and why you're here today. in the okay. hot seat i like that <laughs> it is it's a great little seat yeah. yeah um so i have i've been in customer service for 25 years i know i don't look at um clinique <laughs> and staying out of the sun um, I got accused of lying on a different podcast. Okay. Because, no, we're not like that here. Yeah. So, um, but Unless I, we think you're lying, then we will. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I got a driver's license. Okay. <laughs> so um, I started a world, you know, I started out in the world watching my mama. Like she did this. And then, you know, you go to work with your mama. I was probably the only five-year-old who knew what an end cap was. Uh, so it just kind of was natural for me to gravitate toward customer service type jobs as I, you know, went to college and did all the things. So... I, I've had all kinds of customer service jobs. I have been a waitress. I have been a clerk. I have done all sorts of things. But mm -hmm. my crowning glory was working for a Fortune 500 tech company where I helped train and create their customer service. So now I take what I did there and bring it to small businesses who don't have access to that kind of stuff. It levels up their customer service. They have incredibly loyal customers because of their customer service. And loyal customers mean money. 
That's yeah, right. They keep coming back. That's right. What? So let's define customer service because it's kind of a blanket term, right? You just said that businesses think that it's just to be nice to the customer or give them what they want. Uh, what 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 more than that is customer service? So right now, and a lot of people are hearing it. If you're in the Facebook groups for business, you're hearing customer experience, customer experience. Is that better not? That's okay. <laughs> we've we've had we've had phones go off and on, on this show before. It's not a problem whatsoever. It's all good. You yeah, need it's an internet show. Yeah, it's an internet show. My husband's at home with my toddler. I need oh, to cut this no. off. Cut it off. Cut it oh, off quick. No. Oh no. <laughs> no, he's actually really great with him. He really is. Yeah. Um, so customer service is actually every interaction that you have with your customer, be it uh, on the phone, in person, email, uh, text messaging. It literally is every single tiny thing you do with your customer. Customer experience is whether you walk in and it smells like lavender mm-hmm. or vanilla. Okay. That's customer experience. Um, customer service is really what makes or breaks whether a customer will come back to you. 100%. Like you can have the best product on the planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. We can all agree that there are some better internet providers around here than others. Yes. Right? But if you call them with a problem, you you might as well just shoot yourself in the foot. That's right. Because you're never, it's never, it's, you're going to have to yell at people. If that's you even not get to talk to anybody. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, I mean, exactly. I mean, usually sit on hold for hours upon hours and upon even, hours. even pre COVID, uh, it feels like everything was starting to become uh, outsourced and, and kind of shipped not at your local office for whatever yeah. business we and might automated. be. Now it's talk, all automated. Correct. Correct. And some of that's good, but I think most of that's bad, right? Automation is great for the business. It yes. lets them deal with multiple customers at a time. They're able to handle smaller issues quickly. It is not so good when the issue's not small and you actually need a human being. Right. So there's good and bad on both sides of it. And I would never tell somebody not to automate because sometimes it, I'm a solo chick. I do all this myself. Um, it can be a lot some days and I would kill for you know someone else to answer questions, but they can't because they aren't in my brain. Yeah, we had. I've had two different experiences with automation and customer service. One good, one bad. It drives one, me nuts. One of the co- one of the companies that Joey and I work with with this podcast for our merchandise stuff. It's very simple. If you have a question or an issue, I know one time I entered some stuff in on an order that we did. All I had to do was jump on their website, hit the little chat tab in the corner. I shot them a message. Somebody instantly responded back to me, uh, and it was bang, bang, bang. We got it all figured out. And I was like, wow, that's way better than making a phone call. That's yes. way better than waiting on hold or hitting five, then hitting four, and then the extension. It's like a text it, message. It was super quick. Done. Yeah. Now, another company whose name I won't mention, it was PayPal, that <laughs> my PayPal got hacked, and they want you, I couldn't log in. So everything in their automation prompts you to log in, to do this, log in, to do that. They only have one little area where you can click, I can't log in. Then they want you to reset the password. And it's like, I don't have access to it right now. Da-da-da. I went through this 15, 20 times to just to the point where I was ready to delete my PayPal and never use it again. And I got so fed up that I actually went on Twitter and I tagged them. I said, absolute terrible customer experience. I can't, you know, I was like, uh, way to go pay, at PayPal, tagged them, um, I'm done or something like that. And after calling them and not getting any response um, and, do, and trying to go through the proper automated channels and nothing worked, they sent me a direct message on Instagram and they had it fixed within like 15 minutes. You would be I amazed what it. people, people will do anything, anything to keep a negative review from happening. That's why Karen exists. Yes. So, yes. okay. In, in, in my world, <laughs> there's no Karen. It's called Richard. 
um, because that's that's most of our experiences. It's usually it's usually a guy who gets super fed up and then <laughs> explodes all yes. over you. Um, so <laughs> we created that. We taught people if they complain enough, mm. they'll get something for free. That's who he will. And then you give them something for free. So then they come back. You feed a seagull a French fry. What happens? Yeah. Comes back. Right. His buddies. And it brings its friends. Right. Because it tells us, oh, if you just if you just make a stink, they'll give you a, a bigger cup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we, tra- we train them to do this. So what I actually do is I help businesses learn to de-escalate that stuff before it comes to the point of giving things away. Um, so one of the things I tell people to do is to stop using the word problem. And here's just go with me on this. Mm-hmm. It might be a little long winded. Mm-hmm. Y'all are on the phone with your lovely wives and they say, Ooh, I just lacerated my finger cutting a tomato. What are you going to do? You are flying home like your butt's on fire and you walk in the house and they wave at you with a hello kitty band aid. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? You're yeah. in the medical field. Yeah. Lacerate just means a bleed and cut. Right. right. Correct. Right. So problem in customer service land is lacerate. Right. <laughs> if you say vague, it, no, if you say I have a problem, people go, it is a problem. It's so awful. It just spins up okay. in their head. All right. But if you use the word issue, I'm totally, I'm going to help you with this issue. I know it's important. It would be super important to me. Mm-hmm. They go, Oh, well, yeah, I guess it isn't And it. That automatically, it's a nice neutral word that doesn't trigger anything. Um, I don't know how many people out there do NLP, but it's um, neuro language and how it all works in your brain. There are specific things that you can say Mm -hmm. that will cause something in your brain to just go park and they have to think about it. Right. Issue is one of the words that makes your brain stop. You can't help it. Um, You have to be super non neurotypical for this not to work. Okay. And it's, it's brilliant. So if you just swap the word problem for issue, you will be amazed how calm it makes people. Now, there's always those outliers who are just going to be buttheads because they can. Right. But on the whole, it just it it starts to build a better rapport. Like it it immediately makes them think, "Well, is this really that big a deal?" Right. And then they start to calm themselves down before you jump in with empathy and all those other things that mm-hmm. I teach. Yes. So just the verbiage itself speaks for itself, right? Right. That's awesome. Do you, if a, if a small business comes to you, how, what, is, how, what does this look like? So I run, you know, business XYZ here locally. I call you up and I say, yeah, I think I need to improve my customer service. What, what do you do? Do you kind of look under the hood first yes. and see where I'm at? And then once you f- uh, figure out the problems, are you like helping me build out stuff on my website? Are we dealing with like imp- are you helping me get employees to, to answer phone calls or return? Like, are you building out the system for me internally? How how does this work? So you come to me okay, and I'm going to take a look at what's going on. Uh, Sometimes I'll have you set up your laptop and just turn your camera on and, and you know, I'll mute myself and I'll just like lurk like I did with the cop that bought the donut shop. Uh Do do you do the cigarette shopper kind of thing where you call up and walk in? I have for some, I have for some groups just because it gives me a taste of what's, what's going on. Right. And then I talk to you about what your, what your actual goals are and where, where you've been and what you've, what you've taught your employees. Uh Um, Most businesses don't realize that their management and employees are their first customer. 
Okay. And if you treat them like they're your first customer, mm -hmm. then your managers will treat your employees like the first customer. And then your employees are happy and they stay. So right now we're all in this big freak out because we can't, nobody wants to go to work. Nobody wants to be hired. Right. right. Everybody's like, I will just hire anybody that applies. Don't come for me y'all, but don't do that. Don't do that. Now is the time to be picky. Now is the time to really look at those resumes and say, does this person actually fit with my business? Mm -hmm. Does this person want to be here? Look at your past employees. If they want to come back, now is not the time to hire back Carlos who caused $400 worth of free food because he couldn't, you know, write down an order correctly. Right. Now is the time to get picky because you can. You, and we kind of mentioned this before, but you're saying this even in the midst of people having trouble opening the business yeah. it, because there's no people willing to work right now or not applying for jobs. So here's the thing. If you open a business with somebody who's already not engaged, they uh -huh. don't want to be there. You're trying to train them the way you want them to be. Like you want to, you want them to answer the phone. Thanks for calling Brownwater Banter. My right. name is Brooke. I'm happy to help. What can I do today? And they're just like, ha, thanks for calling Brownwater Banter. Yeah. Yeah. How, how much damage are they doing to your brand, your company, your bottom line while you're waiting for this angel to show up? Right. Now, okay, if you, are, if you really have to pay your mortgage and like things are really, really terrible, I'm not going to stop you from hiring. Just right, because I mean, you got to get the doors yeah. open. Just call me. Right. <laughs> Just call me and I'll do what I can to get them engaged. <laughs> yes. So so going back though, so you, you look under the hood, you figure out where the problems are. And then is this like a, um, almost like a consultant with with how you should act or is there uh, So there's nuts actual and training. In, in, okay. I okay. actually do training. So we talk about what you want. Okay. And then I go back and I build out a training system. So we start with the basics. Um, what is empathy? What is customer service? You know, the basics. Mm -hmm. And then it's specific to your business as we go from there. And I help you build, most people don't realize they need a customer service policy. Um, if you don't tell your employees what they're allowed to do, right? then they just stand there. How many times have you been at McDonald's and has said, hey, I didn't want this? And they go, right. I don't know what else to do. Right. So they just give you another sandwich, right? That's not customer service. If you give your employees a policy to stand on, then they're confident. Then they know, okay. If I, this happens, do that. If right. that happens, do this kind and of it's, thing. Yeah, but it's, it's not even as, as specific as like a tree. Right. It's your customers come in, their fries are cold. You don't have to go get a manager to give them new French fries. You right. can just handle it yourself. Go get them French fries. <clears throat> or someone calls, they've been billed incorrectly. You don't have to freak out and go, oh, do I get this manager? You, get? you know who to get. You know what the next steps are. But building those policies and those core issues, even for a startup, is going to give you such a foundation that when things like COVID hit and things go completely and utterly bonkers, mm -hmm. when you come back, it's still there. It didn't go away. And I train that and I, I build training sessions. So say you bought my basic package, you get mm -hmm. 
for training videos that you get to keep for forever. I come in and I do live trainings in your workplace or over Zoom or wherever we're comfortable. And then they get worksheets. I can make tests. I'm currently testing. <laughs> I have a client. He bought a donut shop. He's a police officer. Nice. He couldn't figure out. Yeah. Right? Okay. So yeah, I thought that was really funny too. Um, it's his dream job. He owns it with his daughter. Didn't change the staff at all. Could not figure out why this donut shop was not making money. Right. Set up the computer. I watched him and I was like, darling, you're being a cop. Right. I'm like, they don't, you can't yell at them. Uh, <laughs> to his employees or to the customers? You want the donuts? Everybody. 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 Okay. People would come in and loiter and he would just stare. <laughs> so I was like, you can't do that. Yeah. And then I had to teach him how to talk to his, uh, his management. And then I had to teach him how to talk to his employees. And then I got in there and I really worked with the management so that they could work with the employees. So he's, he's set to break a million dollars this year nice. in donuts and coffee because he fixed his customer service. But it's not, so there's this whole group of people that have never worked in a customer service situation. Veterans have never worked in a customer service situation. Most business folks, you know, like corporate people, they don't, they don't work in a day to day. And that's what I do. Like I love, I love that. I come from a military family. My daddy was Navy. My brother's army. My mama was Navy. Like literally you throw a rock, somebody in a uniform is going to get hit. Right. Yeah. I love showing veterans that they can use their training plus customer service and make so much money. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. So what, what, go ahead. Go ahead. What, what do you see? Like when you just talk about the, the cop on a donut store, how long does that process take to break that character? Because if they're in the military, they're police, they're trained to do that. How long does it take to break that character? It 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 really it depends on the individual, right? Um, this this gentleman had been a cop for forty years, <laughs> um, so we we actually um, we turned it into a game, and anytime he started to cop out, one of his managers would shoot him with a rubber band. It was great. There you go. It worked. Yeah. And, yeah. You know he's doing great. <laughs> what uh? What what? When do you when do you implement this? So your new startup is it employee number one? Is it employee number two? The minute you are ready to open your doors, you start building out your customer service policy. Right. Because I don't know about y'all, but I already have people who come to me and say, you know, this wasn't quite right, or right. I don't understand this. So I have to be my own customer service. Like you have to vet all of the guests that come in here. That's a customer service. Right. I'm sure you've had to tell people, eh, you don't quite fit. And that's uncomfortable, isn't it? Well, we kind of take everybody yeah, at this we, point. Yeah, we, we, we do. We haven't really we, had we, anybody. Uh, especially that, like uh, scheduling conflicts. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's the only like, hey, we can't do it right. today. We can do it tomorrow kind yeah. of thing. But well, uh, yeah. Definitely. So, <laughs> yeah, we haven't told anybody no yet. No. We're pretty easy going. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, the... What, is most of your business or most of the people who come to you and hire you for this issue, are they doing it preemptively or after the problem has already occurred where they've already noticed and, hey, customers are not coming back or they're mad a lot or I got a bad review on Google, which it's that one. Yeah, Most, That's of, what them, most of them are after. But if I can just convince people to start this way, right? Then, then they won't have to come and get me later. Prevent a fire before you have right. to put it out. Exactly. Right? Right. Exactly. And okay, look, if you if you own a shop, if you have a Shopify, if you are selling items anywhere, free advice. 
Put your return and exchange policy in as many places as you possibly can. If it can pop up on checkout, that's great. If you can paint it on the ceiling when people look up, that's fine. It's not underwear. Don't hide it. It will solve so many problems and people can choose. They can say, oh, well, they don't do, they don't do uh, refunds. They only do exchanges. Then they have the option of not shopping with you. Right. Or when they know that they can't get their money back, they can't yell at you right. because your policy was everywhere. Mm. You writing this down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got it in the window yeah. right now already. Okay. No all exchanges, right, cool. no refunds, uh, none of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, shirt, no shoes, no yeah. Over, yeah. So we, we made it out there so everybody knows our policy before they walk in the door. Exactly. Yeah. And then you put it right up next to the cash register so they can see it again. So pre-COVID, it took between 7 and 14 times for someone to see something right, or it to set in their head. Post COVID, we're looking at the at upwards of forty times. Yeah, is that because they're not? What do you mean? explain that a little bit more to me? Like a sign in your business because they're not coming in there as much anymore. They're no, not, um, just to get people's recognition. Okay, it can be anything. It can be. So we've gotten dumber. No, we've our <laughs> our attention span has gotten smaller because oh, yeah, for sure. we've had so much exposure and we've we've pulled in so much media because we, we were well, we weren't. We were out fishing, but. Other people yes. were trapped in yes. their house. Right. I, okay, I don't fish. I sit in the boat and read a book. That's close enough. Hey, that's good but enough. my husband reads. Yeah, my husband there. fishes. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, what is it? Uh, so, again, people can tag you or uh, reach you through the Facebook page, right? That's a good way to get they in touch with you. They can reach me through Facebook. They can. Um, I am on LinkedIn um, under my name. So, mm -hmm. it's it's Brooke Michigan Downs. Um, they can tag me on LinkedIn. They can direct message me. They can join my Facebook group. They can, um, if you see me in Walmart, talk to you. Yell at her. Right? What's going on in that yeah. Facebook group? Are you giving out tidbits of information yes. there? Are we doing mm. like a little kind of like sample inside of that? So my Facebook group, I, I give tips on Tuesday and I go live on crazy weird topics. I have a couple of freebies in there about things you should and shouldn't be saying. For um, sure. I've got one in there about active listening. Most people mm. don't realize it is an art. What'd you say? No. <laughs> <laughs> I dozed off for I a second. Yeah. Know, yeah. Active listening. Yeah. Active listening. Right? That's good though. That's a great forum. Facebook groups are a perfect place to like Facebook let people get great. Uh, outside of seeing this interview, get to know you a little bit, see what you offer. It's probably more specific than what we get into here um, and, and kind of get a taste of what, what you offer before they hire you. Right. Right. And I mean, there's, there's no charge to say, Hey, uh, can you look at my business? I have no problem looking at your business. I have no problem saying, Hey, you know, set up your camera. Let me check it out. Um, ignore my toddler running around in the background. I don't, I, 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 I want to do that for when, as many people as they, as I can. When you say yeah. set up the camera, what does that mean? They oh, put a camera in their business or is just, it a zoom call? I, uh, normally it's a zoom call, but most of the time I just have them turn their laptop around and join a zoom meeting. And then I, I just watch what's going on. Okay. And then they're conducting business and then you're checking on how they're doing it. And you would be amazed the things that I notice that they don't. Yeah, because you're in the game. Yeah. I mean, and and people, you know, people forget that that's there and they just go on about their life. Um, but then I, I, I also have people who come to me and they don't want me to go directly in first, like preemptively and, you know, sneak around. Uh -huh. like I'm some sort of super secret customer service spy. Right. They want to talk to me and they want to tell me what's wrong with their business. And I think that's kind of cute. But, but you never admit your own <laughs> faults. Yeah, you, you're never going to well, tell you what's they, actually if wrong. If they saw what was wrong, they probably wouldn't need to hire you to begin with. They right. wouldn't be having the problems that they're having, right? right? 
most people actually see what's wrong. They just don't have a clue what to do with it. Oh, I mean, okay. mm. I can tell you I have a flat tire, but right. changing it is not my job. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you better call somebody. My daddy or my husband. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about the uh, the businesses? You mentioned the, the cop with the donut shop. Can you tell us some businesses that you either have worked with or that you are working with without, you know, you don't have to name them specifically if you can't. So I, I love him to death. I call him donut cop and he hates it, but yeah. I don't care. <laughs> So um, I've helped him. I'm currently working with a uh, media company. They are uh, they do websites and things, but they do um, it's it's more foreign websites. Like they deal with people outside the U.S. Okay. And then I'm I'm working with a VA group, uh, virtual assistants. So I'm actually training their virtual assistants who live in the Philippines to work with american customers um and people are like oh well why why would you hire outside the u.s um that's a dumb question because i can't afford a united states va right now and i don't i don't see the problem helping some mom in the philippines you know jump up in the world and yeah. have a better life absolutely like, but i'm it, weird but it can uh, and correct me if i'm wrong it can create some pushback for your customers if they can't either understand what the person's saying or if that person sometimes when they're not whether they're three states over or in a different country it makes it harder sometimes to resolve the yeah. issue it feels like it right? can um and that has a lot to do with how the company has things set up right so when you call AT&T, um, those poor kids are on a script. Yes. Okay. They are not allowed to deviate from that script in any way, shape or form. Okay. They will get written up. If they get three write-ups, they're done. Mm. So juxtapose that to Apple. They're not on a script. The only time they have to maintain a script is when they are walking you through how to fix whatever it is that you're fixing. And that comes from technical support. They just and, walk them down right. And they they have to use like they have to go word for step word from that. But yeah. when you call them, they get to be themselves. They get to breathe, yeah, and it so it really feels normal. And the difference is these group these group of of individuals who are outside of our country. Now Apple doesn't outsource. But the, hmm. these AT&T people, uh, I know that either. yeah, if you call somebody for Apple and they got an accent, they're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but so these people, they're not allowed to deviate. And because they're not allowed to deviate, it makes it very frustrating when you ask a question they can't answer and they can't answer it yet because it's not that part of the script. So there are other groups that do outsource, but they use a guide and guides are amazing. I, I do that too. I you help. create those things for I, businesses. I, I create guides. I help create policy. I, I help, like, I don't build websites, but I can look at a website and say, this wording is, is tricky because, or right. this, this is going to lead to this issue. Um, it's just a puzzle. You make two is. sheets to figure out the puzzle. It is. I'm, I'm, I'm basically, um, what was that thing that plugged into Sega? The shark? They gave yeah, you the yeah, un, yeah, yeah. unlimited lives. That's yeah, basically that's what I'm doing yeah. for your business. Sweet. Nice, nice. That's so what? How, how bad did COVID change the game of customer service in your eyes? Oh, my God. Okay. Because of COVID, if you have cruddy customer service, 
you're done. Mm -hmm. People have so many options now to buy things online, to not go into a store, to not deal with a local person. That if you can't up your customer service game and create those loyal customers who then bring in their friends, who then up your revenue, you're, you're just, you're not going to make it. You're, you're going to join the struggle bus and then it's going to wreck and catch fire. Yeah. Especially like a small business. I mean, you can just go to Amazon and get it for $5 less or hang out at my local store and get it and hang out, have a good time. Right. And you, you meet those people and you create, you know, you create those relationships. yeah. Yeah. It's all about actual relationships. But if you aren't being strategic about it, you slide from business customer to friend and then they expect discounts and freebie. How right. many people have asked y'all for free hats? A ton. I mean, yeah, I, half feel, a hundred. I feel a little <laughs> naked without one. But. Yeah, no. And, and it, I mean, a good customer experience is way better than a commercial. It's way better than any type of billboard ad. I mean, when word of mouth, like if, if some, if you tell me, Hey, this business, I'm looking to buy a cake and you're like, Oh, I had a great experience with such and such company. The chances of me using that company are extremely high if you and I know each other because I'm like, well, she already used them, so yeah. it's going to be good for me. I trust her. And equally the same as if you say they are not very good to work with, I highly do not recommend. I'm not I'm calling, not calling them. them. Period. I don't care what your website looks like. I don't care how many times I see you on the 4 o'clock show on WLX or something, right? right? I'm not going to use you. I'm just not. It's not happening. But there's also gold in a negative comment. When people give you a negative review, if you know how to go in there... Like your Twitter comment. Yes. They immediately responded. They did. And you were like, oh, well, I don't have to go find where they live and beat up their car with a ball bat. That's right. Now I got to fix it. Right. Right. I, I didn't like that I had to do that, but yeah. I, but, and what I felt like, oh, this is good. You could probably touch on this. I felt like once I did that and they responded, I was actually speaking to PayPal, not the outsourced people who, like you said, and they even told me that one of the guys when I called him on the phone, he's like, if you don't have access to the email anymore and the account, there's nothing else that I can do. Right. Now, he didn't say, hey, get in touch with PayPal directly by tagging them on Twitter. I just well, they got can't. luck. Exactly. They'll never be, they, they will never tell you that. Exactly. That I, would be like somebody saying, oh, just call the president. N- yeah. No. Um, right. So they'll, they'll get fired. But yes. Um, so with PayPal, if you don't have those things, mm-hmm. those poor kids, they can't they, do couldn't. anything. He couldn't do anything. He's at the end of his career, but he can't do yep. anything else. Yep. And and then there are, there are certain rules for security. Um, when it when it comes to your Apple ID, there's certain things that certain people can do, but they, they can't fix your, anything to do with your Apple ID in chat, and they can't fix anything to do with your Apple ID uh, in an email. Yeah. You, I mean, unless you're getting a refund for something, Everything has to go with your Apple ID over the phone because they have to verify you. And there's like a hundred thousand steps to do that. And it feels crazy, but it's for security. So I I encourage people to be a little generous to those poor kids stuck on the phone. I have been (laughs) one of those people. I have worked for several of those types of places and some are better than others. Like I worked at one call center where I was allowed to go to the bathroom twice a day, Mm -hmm. twice. And I started at Sounds like a o- prison. It was yeah. awful. I had lived in a cube. I had this little headset that made my ear hurt. And right before the before I got a person, there was like this horrific shrieky beep that said, mm. you know, you're going to get somebody. And, you know, I was talking to two, 300 people a day. Wow. And, you know, I mean, you just kind of have to give them some grace, right? We'd want grace. Yeah. And just as mad as you are, think about the person who's madder 
and think about how many Richards they deal with in a day. Yeah, right. and and getting pissed off, or especially if you cuss or yell, you're not getting what no. you need. That's just going to shut it down. But, and, and that what you mentioned earlier, the 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 company that we deal with, those people are real life people, people. that actually work there. You right. know what I'm saying? It's a small that's, shop. That's what I wanted to ask about that. Like the automated companies that, like, if you go to any big business and it's just a generic, hey, I'm here to chat, blah blah blah. blah. How much does that really get back to solving your problem? It really just depends on on whether the person who's saying it is engaged or not. Well, I think right. he's I think he's talking about bots. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Like chat oh my bots. God. Like, okay. Chatbots are designed. <laughs> I, correct me if I'm wrong. To kind of filter out the yes. easy stuff, so that yes. the actual person doesn't have to do that. Maybe yes. they can, you know, boom, 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 and you. Oh, okay, it was that, and then you get you out yeah. of there, kind of a thing, right? It, yeah. So bots are made. Um, bots are made to to shove off the minnows from the, yes the the bass right. like. Go away. It, it's it's to get rid of all the trash fish. Yeah. So that you're easily only, solve problems right. versus your. So big that they're problem. only taking up the time to fix things that are bigger, and it may not seem, you know, small to you. Right. But in in the hierarchy of issue. Yeah, but to me, uh, it's it's just like we were talking about earlier. The ro the, the robots just drive me up a wall. Like at Walmart when I got to do the self uh, checkout. I won't do it. I, I decline. And it, 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 that almost seems like it's killing customer service to me, the bots and the self checkout and everything like that. So even, even the big blue giant has realized uh, that self checkout is a, maybe not the best idea they ever had. And now drive up pickup is boom. Brilliant. Right. Like, I love that. Please, God, don't make me go in this yeah. store. And, 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 and that goes like, thank you, Amazon, right? Walmart wasn't going to do that. Nope. They had to do that. Yep. Yep. They had to up. adapt or yep. die. I mean, that was it. that wasn't the, like they just said, you know, it'd be cool as if we started walking it out to the, to the they could have thought of that years ago. They probably right. did. Somebody COVID. Did. And they're like, no. It was, COVID. That they had was, to have something to do with that it. That was. They weren't going to, they had kind of rolled it out, but they weren't emphasizing it. Right. It was like one of those, shh only super secret Walmart customers know this and you had to buy Walmart plus. Okay. And uh. then COVID hit and they were like, Oh yeah. Never, Never mind. mind. Everybody can get well, it. Well crap. Yeah. <laughs> what Nobody's do we do now? Right. Yeah, <laughs> what well, do we do now? Amazon in certain cities is doing like one hour delivery on food. Yeah. They, yeah. they fly a drone over yeah. and just drop it off in your front yeah. yard. Even Domino's is about to start. They, they're saying using the drone. Oh, with the, the robot TV. car. Yeah, I yeah, saw that. That's crazy. Right? Yeah, that's crazy. just insane. I'm, so, my husband wants a flying car. I want Rosie. Yeah. Yes, the Jetsons <laughs> well, reference. I love that, that. I guess that's my next one. Where do you see customer service going in the future with all these robotics? So, so everything in it. honestly, as, as weird and counterintuitive as this is, customer service is going to come back to being people. Because yeah. we're going to have so much automated. We're going to have so much to deal with, you know, co computers and, and AI. And, and it really will, it'll, it'll come back and benefit the people who can do it in person. Yeah. You always want to talk to someone versus something. I think it's going to be a blend of automation always. Yeah. Because sometimes that actually is better because it's yeah. quicker and blah, right. blah, blah. But as long as you but, have that, hey, this isn't working. I need to speak yeah. to Sally. Human. Get me to Sally, please. Give me a human. You know? Mine is for the like, like my grandma and grandpa. Like if my grandma calls and it's a robot, <laughs> she hangs up automatically. Yeah. Boom. Now yeah. if it's a person, she'll she'll go through it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And they, they need a little bit more help than we yeah. can. And businesses yeah. have to deal with that too. They have to right. deal with the age spectrum, right? And the sad thing is the bots don't deal with the age spectrum. No. Right. 
No, they don't. So, or if you're a business who is only set up to handle customer service issues through the internet and you got a, you know, a demographic of your audience or your customer base is not on the internet, right. there you go, it's your problem, right? Exactly, and I, I help with that too. I had, I had a business and they're just like, well, all they have to do is click a button. <laughs> and I said, most of your clients are 75. Right, right. They ain't got no interwebs. Yeah. I said, they don't care about your button. Yeah. Right. They want to open a phone book. Yeah. Yep. So I actually made them put themselves in the yellow pages and get a, a landline. Well, right. that's cool. I mean, that's yeah. great to show that that even in 2021, everything's going digital web. But certain businesses still need to have that base covered, right? Well, you got to attack all fronts. That's for correct. Sure. Let's do uh, let's do like a quick like okay. So I'm a local business here. I am brick and mortar retail. I've got three cust uh, three employees, and I'm already open for business. What are like the three top three hot take things you can tell me that I either should already be doing, or maybe I need to look at the freebies. Uh, and don't make give sure, out all your secrets. Yeah, don't give the good ones. <laughs> give, give, the, give that so, free taste. So I, I will give I'll give some of the ones that um, I normally give, and I do get a lot of flack for this one. So if you get a lot of icky, gross comments on it, I'm really sorry. It's okay. Stop just asking for email. So I'm not saying not to have your email funnel. Please don't come for me, funnel lovers. But if you open it up and you say, "How do you want to be contacted?" Okay, that's like, a good one. That's how, a good one. How amazing would it be to know you can call Josephine and tell her about the sales? Or Everybody loves you can options. direct message Amber. So most people don't realize this, but I mean, okay, everybody realizes it. No one's talking about it. Okay. Most people in the Western world carry five email addresses. They carry their personal email address. They carry a business email address. They carry an email address that they use to get all the freebie things off of Facebook. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They carry the email address that they say out loud in places like Bed Bath & Beyond. Right. And then there's that weird email address that you had in college, you haven't looked at for 400 years, but it's still there. Right, <laughs> right. If you're giving them another option, then they're telling you it's okay, and you've gained permission to talk to them in a way that makes them feel heard. And, well, and how, how many people, uh, either does your email go to their spam or they don't respond right. or open it anyway because we're getting exactly. bombarded with emails all day long anyway. Uh, I know text messaging is is an app uh, or a platform or a way of communicating that is having a lot better results when it comes to selling products or, so much or communicating with your customer just and in general. And now there's automation for it. Right. So now we're all fixing to get spammed 450,000 times well, a day for things. Well, you can hopefully <laughs> opt out of it, right? You certain can. states have certain rules, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and if I tell you that I'm okay with you text messaging me because I like your business or I like your product, I'm great with that. Like, right. exactly. like for me, targeted ads on Facebook, people complain about, they know too much about you and all. Dude, I'm getting like guitar ads all the time from Sweetwater and stuff that I like to see. Yeah. I don't want to see some random serial commercial, like target me. That's fine. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's more fun for I me. I mean, 20% off yeah. coupons. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, make it hard for me not to buy yeah. something. I just, I just got a targeted ad for drumsticks because my- you, you looked up something that was music related. Yeah, well, my I, <laughs> I bought my two-year-old a drum set. Oh, that Holy was smart. Holy <laughs> That was somebody else's gift they're yep. supposed to buy for you. Yep. No, we're, we're a musical family. My okay. husband plays anything with a string. I'm down with it. So ask for what type of method of communication ask, that they want. Ask your how they want to be contacted. Okay. It will be more work for you, but I promise it will be work, worth it. Let me stop you real quick. Can you, can you help direct people 
to how to build those systems out yes. inside of their website or yeah. do it. Okay, perfect. Cause that's, I'm sure if I'm sitting back, I'm listening I'm like, well, that's fun, but I don't know how to do that. Right. Yeah. You can send them to the right just, program or the I right person. I just teach them to make a Google doc. Okay. And put it on their website. They, you don't even have to put it on your website. You just get your Google doc. And yep. when you, when you go to send out your text messages, you literally just copy all the numbers and drop them in the program. Okay. Sweet. Okay. Perfect. Right? All right. So that's number one. What, what, what's number two? Tell so us number two. The, the number two is stop saying I'm sorry. Okay. I know that sounds weird. I know we're Southern, right? Right. But unless you have physically run over your customer with a car. That could happen. Right. Apologize for that. But when they walk in and they say something isn't right, quit saying you're sorry because they don't care. Okay. What right. do you say? Well, that, you, does that go back to the customer's always right? No, no. The customer is not always right, but they are always your customer. Right. There you go. Okay. So so what do we say? If it's not I'm sorry, what do you say? The first thing you say is something empathetic. You say like, oh, I would be really upset if I deleted all my photos too. I'm here to help you. Um, what have you done so far? Like that is a whole big thing. That is having empathy. Uh, that is um, the alignment statement where you agree with what they're doing and what they have said to you. And then that is the path forward. That is like my method in a nutshell. Like there's other tricks and things and like glitter and stuff, but that's basically <laughs> what I do. <laughs> so you want to be empathetic to them. You want them to know that you're human too. Right. And I'm sorry usually just makes them angrier. They don't want you to be sorry. They want you to solve it. Okay. All right. Um, what else do I have? And what's, what's the third one? Give us something sweet here. So that we I can guess take the, away. The, the first thing is stopping the, when you come in customer service, your, your brain's usually on fire and mm -hmm. getting those people to stop and think, Hey, calm down. This is what we're going to do. How can we help you? Blah, blah, blah. And this is what we're going to do about it. Got to stop the thing. mental scroll. Yeah. Right. <laughs> What's one other really good thing? Something um, simple. I know you got something over there. Uh, we've talked um, about how to contact them uh, on the website. Uh, well, you kind of already mentioned it earlier about policies and procedures, right? Yeah, I mean, don't that's, hide that's it. A, don't hide it. Put that stuff everywhere. Okay. If well, you on your to, website, in your store. On your website, in your store. Buy your cash register. Um, I even have a... a a customer who who um, made a bumper sticker for his lawn care business with his policy on it. Oh wow, sweet! Yeah. I mean, so and and that's twofold, right? That's one like you're saying stuff that the customer needs to see, where it's like your return policy and whatnot. But then also, I'm assuming there is there a folder somewhere in the back uh, that's for the employees, yes, right? With those yes. policies and procedures and already. It, if it's there, then they can go. Well, you know. I understand that you would love to return the shoes that you wore to the prom. Uh, we don't take returns. Yep. Try right here on the side. Here it is. I yeah. mean, yes, sometimes it'll escalate, but a lot of the times people won't even push it because they know it's right. it's written up out front. There. Right. They won't attempt. Now, there are people who are going to attempt to oh, return yeah. the prom dress. It, it's just going to happen, but I equip people for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, where can, where do we need to send people that they've been listening, they're into this and they're like, holy crap, maybe I need to, uh, invest a little bit of this into my business. Uh, where's the best place for them to contact you? Right. That's tip number one, actually. Right. Yeah. The best place. How, the, how you do you do it? The best place to reach me right now is definitely Facebook. I'm very active. You can either find Brooke Mitchkey Downs and DM me or join my group. 
Um, I do have a web page that's launching at the end of the month, and I will throw that out for the whole world to see. Probably come back here and tag it. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um, uh, what's the group again? Uh, well, I have it right here on the screen. It's yep. been at the bottom the entire time. Real Life Customer Service Strategies yes. is the Facebook page. So yes. you type that in if you're looking. I think that's probably the easiest way for people listening to this, being that this is already on Facebook. Uh, well, and YouTube and Twitter. And as well, I'm but. still pending. So I can't get in yet, but after the show, <laughs> I'll let you, you in. I promise. Okay. Um, I promise. But yeah, so so people, especially you, you audio listeners right now who can't see the uh, the screen, that's real life customer service strategies. It's Brooke you're looking for. Go in there, like the page, um, join the group, and and start a conversation. If you're a local business or a small business owner, whatever, uh, see if she can help you out. Right. It's absolutely free to talk to me. There you and go. And I promise I will try not to take more than thirty minutes of your life. Perfect, perfect. Well, Brooke, thank you so much for stopping yeah, by today. Awesome. Thanks for the brownies. Yeah, also. she, she brought, brought us brownies. brownies. She did. So, what, what kind of customer yeah. service is that? Everybody else on the, that's going to be on the show from here on out better yeah. step it there up. There hasn't been one charter boat captain that's brought us brownies. Single one, yet. not one, not one. We I'm appreciate a good it. Southern girl. My mama says you don't show up to people's houses empty-handed. Well, well, we appreciate we're that. We're going to smash those brownies too. So glad you reached out and and thanks for coming on. Thanks for taking the time out of your day. And I hope uh, I hope some people hit you up for that because yeah, it's you. it's important topic for sure. Thank you for having me. And I, you know, you want to talk more customer service, come back. We can Absolutely. do it. We can do it. And uh, check those comments below. She'll tag some of the stuff so you can see it. Thanks everybody for tuning in on the live stream and on the replays yep. and for listening to the audio as well. We will see you on the next one. Later. Thanks so much for checking out the episode. Hope you dug it. If you're enjoying the show, make sure you're following us on all the social platforms. That's at Brownwater B, all one word. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, you name it, we're there. Be sure to check us out. And uh, if you're really enjoying the show and you want to be a supporter, man, jump over to brownwaterbanter.com. We have all kind of merch for sale. We have our uh, leather patch, uh, Richardson 112 snapback hats. We've got t-shirts, dry fit hoodies, dry fit short sleeve, dry fit long sleeves, uh, cotton t-shirts. So whatever you were looking for, we got you covered there. Once again, thanks so much for checking us out and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Brown water banter.